This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about giving. Being that Thanksgiving is just around the corner, the holidays are just around the corner, this is a perfect thing to talk about. So I know that sometimes we can get pulled into so much activity. During the holidays, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of things that we might get sucked into as far as past drama, certain stresses, it's the end of the year. So sometimes as far as business is involved, that can be a little bit stressful. And there are oftentimes things like negativity and addictions that can become heightened at this state of stress if we're functioning at really low capacity or we're just stretched really thin. I know sometimes it's really hard to let go of certain patterns of behavior and give those up. First part of talking about giving, I really want to touch on the point of just renunciating a lot of a lot of the maybe negative things that are going on in our life, negative habits, and just giving that up. There's a lot of times we can maybe think about, why is my life like this? Why have I been given these circumstances? When we just surrender and give up that way of thinking, I feel like we can be blessed with a lot more in our life. Think about what the highest version of yourself would do if you were in a position to be giving towards yourself and others. I guarantee you that doors that you never think would open will open for you in your life. If you think about things from a perspective of what can I do for you, let's say you're at a party and maybe I know I've been in this situation before at family gatherings where I feel a little out of place or I just am in kind of a weird funk or whatever. I oftentimes will ask the host, is there any way that I can help? Can I help wash the dishes? Can I help you pass out food? Can I help you prepare anything? Can I help you clean up? Is there anything I can do just to be of service at the very least so that way I'm not kind of stuck in my emotions of maybe being in a weird place and it allows me to give back and oftentimes I feel a lot better. And that is really important, I think, when we're going through a lot of things in our life. We're oftentimes challenged in a lot of different ways sometimes privately, sometimes there are things that we don't necessarily share with others, and that's totally fine. But I think when you can seek somebody in your life that can guide you through those types of things, it's such a blessing. And it's oftentimes such a blessing to be able to be there for other people when they're going through those struggles and give them that safe space and that relationship to be able to connect with them, to talk about certain things, and to Be a source of light in their life. Be a blessing to them. Life is such a gift in itself, and there are so many experiences that can be used for good, even in difficult times in our life, can be made into something beautiful, inspiring, and positive if we put energy in that direction. You know, I think a lot of beautiful things have happened from people's lives that have gone through very traumatic experiences, whether it be sexual abuse or violence or some type of life struggle 
there can be a lot of things that happen in people's lives that are oftentimes really, really heavy for them to deal with and oftentimes very difficult for them to forgive themselves and other people for. And it can come to the surface as these other addictions or negative habits. But when we're able to give people a little bit of extra love, give up those old habits, I feel like huge changes can happen in our life. Now, the past couple episodes have been talking about gratitude, and this is really important when it comes to not only physical well-being, but our relationships, our financial health, and a lot of different aspects of our life. When we're grateful for things, we're able to be in a better headspace. Now, I've practiced tithing, which is, you know, giving money um, to different causes, and it's a little bit different than donating for a while. And I noticed that in the times when I do tithe, it's so interesting because it'll show up in different ways in my life. I'll often receive a gift or um, be offered some type of opportunity where I'm paid for something that is usually of equal or even higher amount than I tithed. And I just had an experience like this last night and it was just really profound and I had just tithed yesterday as well. So tithing is just, you know, the act of giving, offering finances to something. And um, it was just interesting to have that experience where I had just done that and I had been reciprocated in that same way within the same day. So I think it's important to not fear being given because I feel like a lot of people can sometimes be afraid to really give because they're not quite sure what they're going to get back in return. Now, I genuinely think the same amount of everything that you have can be enjoyed with a higher level of joy when you give gratitude for what you have. I want you to take a moment to just imagine this. Imagine nothing in your life changed. You had all the same circumstances, but you lived with an increased amount of joy in your life. This is a spiritual practice of being able to live with that happiness. There are always going to be the next things that we want, next things of maybe material items that we may want or need in our life. And I think especially when the holidays get close, we can set certain expectations of, oh, I want this for Christmas or I want this or that gift. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm going to be sad. I know when I was... (laughs) you know, young child, if I didn't get like something that I wanted, maybe I would be a little bit bummed out and stuff. But I think now being older and a little bit more mature when it comes to those things, I just really enjoy being in a position to be able to give gifts in my life to people that I care about and that do so much for me. And it's just, you know, I feel like giving really feels amazing. And oftentimes it's really It feels just as great or not even better to be able to put a smile on someone else's face and give them a gift that makes their day. It's a really awesome thing to be able to share with another person. Now, I just don't think that humans were really designed to be stingy. I understand that some people keep this mentality, but I think the people that I know in my life that keep that kind of mentality, oftentimes they may not have a lot of abundance in certain things in their life. I I do believe that humans were designed to be generous. 
you know, I don't think the world would be what it is without kindness, generosity, and giving. I know there's many times in my life where I've donated my time or been able to and fortunate enough to be able to donate gifts of being able to teach for, you know, complimentary, be able to do that. Like, I see that as such a gift that I'm able to give. Like, that's a gift that was given to me to have certain talents to be able to choreograph, to be able to dance and when I'm in an opportunity where I can give back in that way, that's a gift for me. I feel like I'm just giving the gift that has given me so much to somebody else in a different way. And there are many people in my life that have been huge sources of strength for me during times when I've been in really bad positions and been in really compromised states that have been so incredibly giving to me with their time, with their energy, and just allowed me to feel loved and allowed me to feel appreciated and heard. And I'm grateful that I was able to be in a position where I could really receive that. And sometimes it, it didn't, you know, there's no contracts when it comes to these things. It's just people out of the goodness of their heart doing things. And it's really important to practice that in your life to really live as fully as you possibly can. Being stingy doesn't get you much in life. I feel like if you don't give much in life, if you don't work, if you don't put in a lot of hard work, then you don't get the results of that hard work. You won't really experience much in your life if you're not giving a lot. A lot of people, again, don't do this because they're afraid that they won't get the result that they want. But we need to sometimes give up our own wants for realizing things for the higher good of all people. And thinking not so selfishly about just ourselves, but thinking in a higher way about more abundance that we can bring into this world by giving what we can give. And I think of times where I have had a really, really long day, been super, super tired, and I've had to work with students and had the opportunity to work with my students in the evening. And I've just like prayed on it and been like, oh my gosh, like I need the strength to get through these hours and do the best that I possibly can. I feel like when you put energy in that direction, even if it feels like you have so little, if you just put your energy in that direction, you can push yourself that extra bit and you can allow just a different energy to come through you and work through you to help you accomplish more than you could. And it's really about setting your intention in a way that is prosperous. Now, fear is really false expectation appearing real, and a lot of people are afraid of life circumstances in regards to them not working out in our favor. I really do feel like all of the things that happen in our life are meant for our highest good and that whatever problems or issues come our way, it is something that we're capable of figuring out and finding a solution to. I've had times in my life when I had hardly nothing when I didn't have a roof over my head, I hardly had any possessions, so little money. And to this day, like I've always been taken care of. I'm grateful to be in a position where I can take care of myself. However, going through those compromised states humbled me and it made me feel very, very grateful for the people that were in my life that were able to give to me during those times. And it really changed me as a person to experience that in a lot of ways I feel like it might be something that I'll feel a little bit more comfortable talking about in the future as far as going into the details of that situation. But at this point, I'm just going to leave it at that. And 
I think it's important to realize that no matter what you're going through in your life, no matter what you've been through in your life, I hope that at this point you're in a safe situation, that you're in a better place, and that life has changed your circumstances in such a way where you're in a positive environment, you have the basic needs that you need to take care of things, and you're able to be in a position to give and be of service in the world in some way. Now, whereas thinking about gratitude and really being thankful for a lot of the things that we have, I feel like that's more of a spiritual issue. And when we talk about spiritual, I guess you could really compare this to the crown chakra, which is the seventh chakra. It's purple and it's really related to trust, devotion, inspiration, happiness, and positivity. Oftentimes, people associate this with a deeper connection with that which is greater than ourselves rather than necessarily our own thoughts. And when there's a disconnection in the crown chakra, this can oftentimes lead to isolation and distress because we're thinking so limited. We're thinking only such isolated thoughts of ourselves rather than thinking of a greater picture, greater universe, greater community, whatever it may be. Now, when it comes to jealousy and discontentment in relationships, this is really a heart issue. And when we're not able to really give love from our heart, it's a heart issue. And we, when we think about the heart chakra, this is the center chakra. It's the fourth chakra. It's green. And this is where physical and spiritual really come together in the body. Now, I've been told by my yoga instructors several times along the times of my practice, sometimes they'll repeat this. It's like the longest journey you ever travel is six inches from your head to your heart. Now, I think for me, my dimensions, it might be a little bit further of a distance than six inches, but the metaphor still makes sense. Oftentimes in our life, we can think about things in our headspace so much that it prevents us from thinking from things from a heart-centered space. And I think that that road being traveled is really important. It's not that all decisions need to be made from the heart or all decisions need to be made from the mind, but there needs to be a balanced connection there and that really incredible decisions can be made from a balanced place of that connection being balanced. Now, when people do have issues with the heart chakra, this oftentimes leads to shyness, loneliness, rather than ability to love and give. Sometimes these people come across as if they lack empathy or they lack forgiveness because that balance, you know, is more in the head rather than being in the heart. Whereas very empathetic people sometimes give so much from their heart and they end up dealing with a lot of mental confusion and stress in a lot of different ways. So, It's not that one is better than the other. It's that you want to create a balance between the both of them. I feel like it's also really important to align your desires with your resources in order to create a balanced place. Sometimes if you're reaching for things and you're wanting to be given things that are so far beyond yourself that are really, really don't make sense for your life, that it's just un- impractical for you to have some of these things, you have to look at, you know, it's, it just goes back to like living within your means. How much do you really need? You know, we are born with nothing and we die with nothing, essentially. So 
what do you really need to be able to do the things that you need to do in your life? And are you asking for too much? Is that causing you stress? You know, many people wish they could actually be in a position to be more generous. I feel like if you ask people, if you could be living in a level of prosperity where you had enough to be able to give back to other people and that was not an issue for the for you, I I bet a lot of people would be on the, you know, same page with that and being like, yeah, I wish I had enough to be able to give back to others, to be able to be prosperous in that way and to be able to share generosity with other people. And I know from being um, half Persian or Iranian, it's a huge part of that culture to be very generous. Oftentimes it's like the more you can give somebody or the more you can offer them, um, whether it's kindness, whether it's food, whether it's gifts, whether it's certain things like Whatever it is, more compliments, more praise, more all these types of things. It's very, very prominent in Persian cultures, especially in Iranian culture, to do that. It's a symbol of, you know, honoring another person, of kindness, of a different sort of wealth, not necessarily financial wealth, but like more spiritual and wealth and etiquette and things like that. So, and I think that that's, you know, something that I see across cultures is very, very um, evident. Being able to be giving and invite people into your home and share things with them is is often viewed as something that is a, a virtuous thing and an important part of many cultures. Now, if you think about what you want for your life, versus maybe what might be meant for your life. And this does kind of end up being a bit of a spiritual issue because some people believe that you create everything that you have in your life and that you are the decider as far as everything that happens in your life and you're in control and all these types of things. And other people give it up to the universe and they're like, I'm not in control of anything and I'm just riding it out. I do feel like there are certain things within our control as far as how we spend our time, how we respond to issues, how we regulate our emotions, how we choose to forgive people, and certain things that are outside of our control, like weather events, how other people feel, how maybe what we do affects them, what other things are going on in other people's lives that we don't have influence over. It's important to remember that there is a certain amount that you can have influence over and there's a certain amount that you can't. But it's important to take that into consideration and work within your life in a certain way that allows you to maintain a certain level of balance so that you can have a healthy relationship with the things that you can practice influence over and really be able to let go of the things that are not within your you know, spectrum of being able to have influence over. And what things are you asking for as well? What things are you asking for when it comes to whatever you're praying for, whatever you're hoping for, whatever your goals are? Is it too much? Do you really need that? How will you be able to use that in such a way that it benefits your life and it is a blessing to other people? Are you willing to give something else up in place of that coming into your life? Whether it be an object, whether it be a 
physical aspiration, whether it be a material item, whatever it is, whether it maybe is a new job opportunity, maybe it's a new vacation that you can go on, a new experience. Is it something you really need to be able to move forward in your life? What are you desiring and what does this say about you as a person? Are you desiring to give more to other people? Can you take the gifts that you have been given in your life and be able to multiply those? Could you do something else with your time and resources instead of this thing? I feel like when we ask for certain things in our life, it's important to take those things into consideration, take those questions into consideration, not to overthink it too much, which for some people listening to this might be like, that's thinking way too much for me. I don't need to go there. I just want what I want and that's all. (laughs) But I think it it brings a different level of consciousness and when you start to look at that and just take a little bit of self-reflection in regards to your own wants and desires and think about is this really something that I need? Is it a want? How can I actually use this in the best way possible? You know, we're rewarded when we're generous to other people. I think true wealth is enjoying your wealth, whatever that is. And some people might say, oh, I'm not wealthy. I don't really have that much. I don't have 401k or investments or blah, 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 whatever. It's good to have those things. However, Enjoying what you have while you have it is true wealth because there's plenty of people who have, you know, maybe plenty of money, maybe in excess of what they need. And it becomes a burden to them because then, you know, they have the people coming after them being like, oh, you have so much. You know, you see this with celebrities of people that come into large endowments of money or a lot of prosperity. It doesn't necessarily become a blessing to their life because they have all these people coming to them being like, oh, well, you have so much, you should give me some. And people feel entitled to that in such a way that really can break people's hearts. It can break trust. It can be like, that's that's all you want from me in this relationship. That's the only reason why you're keeping me around, you know. It can turn really ugly. But when you're at, and some people, if they work so much to be able to attain all of that wealth, they don't have the time to enjoy. They maybe don't have the time to enjoy going on vacations or spending quality time with their family or, you know, not be bombarded by work and all these different things, which may be temporary in their life. And, you know, whatever may come from that hopefully is positive. However, they may not really be able to enjoy everything that they have. But I think regardless of whatever you do have, being able to enjoy it is truly what wealth is all about, really. Life gives us everything that we have, you know, from the clothes on our back to the food that we eat. It it comes from the earth in one way or another. And again, we're born with nothing and we die with nothing. So being too concentrated on material possessions, what we give, what we receive, all these types of things, at the end of the day, it's the act of giving that is far more important than the actual items received because it just brings a different level of energy and positivity to what you're doing. It can shift the mood of a, of a relationship, of a friendship. 
of different work circumstances maybe you have in your life to just be able to give that back. It can make a huge change in a community to be able to do that. And you reap what you sow in your life. You know, if you plant a lot of seeds, you know, two people could have the same backyard. They have some dirt patch and maybe some grass. And one person might choose to take the seeds that they've had from maybe the different fruits or vegetables that they've eaten or whatever. Maybe they buy some and they decide to put those in the ground and they decide to take care of that soil. They decide to nourish that soil. They decide to really put energy into composting that soil, watering it, putting the seeds in the ground and helping them sprout, tending to those seeds, taking care of them. Whereas another person might be like, oh, this is ugly backyard. I don't want to take care of it. I don't really care. I'm just going to throw away all my food. I don't care to like separate things out. I don't care to compost. I don't care to take care of all these different things. It's not important to me. I don't really care about that. And then they see the other person on the other side of the backyard and they have, you know, things growing in their backyard. They're growing peppers and tomatoes and a bunch of different fruits and all this type of stuff is coming out of their land because they put those seeds in the ground. They were generous to the soil and life is giving them something back, most likely to the point And hopefully to the point that they are overflowing with that abundance and they can even share some with the other people, with the neighbor, with the other people in their life. You know, I know that for any of the produce that I grow um, at my house, I have a fig tree, I have lemon tree, I have loquats, raspberries, a couple different things. And um, whatever comes out of the garden, it's oftentimes so much that it's it's a blessing to be able to share it with other people because there's only so much I can eat on my own, even though I do eat a lot of it, but it is a blessing to be able to share it with other people and see it all happen. You know, I think one of the first experiences I have as far as um, when it comes to growing produce and things like that was in preschool, we had um, a garden and I remember there was a lot of peas. So they would grow fresh sugar snap peas And we'd go out in the garden, we'd water the plants, we'd plant the seeds, and then by the end of the year, there would be pea plant, and there would be peas everywhere, and we'd go out there and we'd pick them. And it was so cool to see that process happen, from the flowers blooming and, you know, the the peas coming out of there. It was just so cool. So it can be such a cool experience to see dirt different things take place in your life when you give in that way. When you are being a giving person, you can change your circumstances in your life to be more positive. You can see something else grow and it can even nourish somebody else in a different way. Even if there is a bit of a struggle in the process for you to create that, the fact that you are giving your time, giving your energy to that can give somebody else hope in their life. You know, I look back on all the times that I worked so hard, times that I was giving with my time that, you know, other people might really see it as a sacrifice as far as certain things that I've done along different points in my career to be able to make certain things happen. But being able to do certain things for my students to be able to see them grow and prosper and to have certain accomplishments, is it's gratifying for me to be able to see that and it makes a lot of 
everything that I've done totally worth it. And I think that it would be worth it even if I didn't see those things. But that's just what I look for in life. And that's what I really yearn to be able to do. Now, whether you're going to a workout class, whether you're going to your job, whether you're going to some type of spiritual practice in your life, it's important to go there because you want to be there. You want to be giving that to yourself. A lot of times we look for gratification outside of ourselves of what can this person give for me? What can this person do for me? Why isn't that person doing this or that for me? You know, I have people in my life that sometimes go into these tendencies and I try to talk them out of it as far as like, you know, you got to remember people are doing the best that they can. And it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to change people. It's a very individual decision. Hopefully, if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in growing in some way and taking something away from what I'm offering to you that can benefit your life. But that's your choice. If you're willing to listen and, and take that information and do something with it, awesome. If it doesn't matter to you, then that's totally fine. Everybody has different ways of thinking and different opportunities to make different changes and choices in their life and everybody's responsible for that in their own. I just share and give from a place that I know what has helped me in my life and if that helps you in some way then more power to you. If it doesn't, more power more power to you as well. But whatever you're doing in your life, I hope that you're there because you really want to be there. That you care about the mission behind the company that you're working for. That you care about the benefits and all of the incredible things that are happening for you while you are maybe supporting a certain business with your contributions. If you're going somewhere to eat, if you're purchasing items from a person or a specific place. That you care about the mission that's behind the work that they're doing. I know being plant-based and living a vegan lifestyle that is important for me to support vegan businesses, support vegan and plant-based restaurants and places that make different clothing items or different items that are plant-based and and vegan. I think that that's important and it makes me feel good that I'm doing something to contribute to a society that is doing some part in making the world a little bit of a better place, of creating a different option for a different kind of lifestyle and making things a little bit easier. And I think it's important to focus on that when you are in that place of giving to another person. Because what you receive from it is also them giving something to you, most likely. So taking that action of being a giving individual is an act of faith. To go deeper in my body as far as my yoga practice, when I know I started getting into really deep backbending and letting go of the fear that comes along with backbending, it's, you know, I've been practicing Hatha yoga for a long time, and the particular backbending that I do that opens the spine the most could be, you know, I think some of the postures that I do are probably camel pose, full camel pose, um, wheel, full wheel, which looks like a back bend, but basically I'm just grabbing my ankles and my legs are straight. So I'm bending all the way backwards and my spine is pretty much in a full 360 degree circle. And, um, that took a lot of fear, overcoming a lot of pain, (laughs) overcoming a lot of days where sometimes I was having a little bit more tension, a little more, 
you know, my joints weren't as lubricated or the synovial fluid in my joints wasn't really, you know, working properly or as best it could. So I've found my ways over the years in regards to how to take care of my body, whether it's having a little bit more turmeric, more ginger, more lemon, more magnesium, more certain anti-inflammatory supplements, whatever it is, to be able to monitor those things. However, regardless of how open your body is, backbending can be really, really scary because it, it almost feels like your body is just going to topple over or your head's going to fall off or something. Finding that perfect amount of balance takes trust. And it took years and years and years of me practicing on a regular basis going into backbends, um, you know, really with very little, you know, I don't use like apparatuses or straps or blocks or any of this in my practice. It's literally just my body in a mat and that's all that's going on. And there's not too much as far as kind of um, in between postures. There's not really ways to make it easier. It's just you do the posture the way the posture is supposed to be done. You go into it the depth and the capability that you can. Going to more of what you're fully capable of doing in that posture, it does take overcoming a lot of fear and a lot of physical pain, to be honest. And allowing that stretching, which is not like so incredibly painful that it is hurting me, but it is definitely opening me up. So, you know, it's best to know that your body can handle it. Your mind can handle it, especially if you've been to those states of mind before and you're just getting freaked out and you're like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can do this. Regularly practicing it makes such a difference because every day you're different. Every day your body's going to be different, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's spiritual or emotional. Every single day you're going through different things in your life. But to be able to give yourself that peace, that confidence that you know that your body can go to that place, your emotions can go to that place, your mind can go to that place, spiritually you can go to that place. It's, again, same thing as far as that connection between the mind and the heart. Making that connection strong is important in the long term of things. And it will allow you to be generous with what you give yourself, what you give other people, and practice non-attachment to whatever the result is. I know every day I go into the yoga room, I do the best I possibly can for that day. I might be sore from the day before of doing a lot of conditioning, working with my dancers, dancing really full out, whatever it may be. So I might be a little bit dense. I might be a little bit tense. I might have more stress in my joints. But I go to the depth that I can, and that's good enough And for that day. But then I'll come back to it and see what I'm capable of again and again and again. And that's where you get more of a spectrum of capacity in regards to what you're able of doing and what you're able of giving. Really, our life is built so much with our generosity. It's built without contracts much of the time when it comes to friendship. Sometimes when it comes to business, there are contracts involved with that. But when it comes to friendship and relationships, obviously in marriage, you have contracts However, there are a lot of ways in life that generosity is not reliant on a contract. You know, you're practicing your connection to source, whatever source may be for you in regards to a spiritual sense. 
that doesn't have a contract. That's on faith. And that's you giving time and energy to those things to build something out of that. I know a lot of the friendships and connections that I've had in my life and relationships I've had in my life is because I invest the time in them to make it work. And I'm giving in that way. And I know for me personally, I don't necessarily appreciate it more or less when I receive a physical gift. For me, it means just as much when someone is thinking of me or praying for me or wishing me a good day or things like that. I really see the 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 gift in that, the generosity of the kindness in that, and I'm appreciative of that because just as much as it is for somebody to offer those things, it off it takes energy to be able to do that and that's worth something at the end of the day in my opinion and I I'm appreciative of that. You know, I feel like life will give you the things and the gifts that you are meant to have when you can be trusted with them. If you're not receiving certain gifts or certain circumstances in your life, it may be because it is not the right time for you to have those things. It may not be a right time for you to be in a certain level of your relationship. It may not be a time for you to have that level of a position at your job. It may not be a time for you to have a child in your life or, you know, a different physical material items as well. You know, I know that I've been trusted with the things that I have had in my life because I could be trusted with those. When it comes to working with my students, I've been trusted to work with them because I have spent years of my life in that setting, in that way, knowing what goes on and I know what I'm doing in that place and in that environment and in those situations. And there are certain things that I have not been gifted with that I'm totally fine with. I'm at peace with that. And I'm going down a path of building more in my life of what I'm capable of and hopefully helping other people do the same. And that's a gift for me. And I appreciate that. We have the ability to serve in a lot of different ways in our life. Regardless of whatever your life circumstances are, there is ways for you to serve in your life. And... There are certain gifts that you've been giving, even if it's just wishing someone a good day, even if it's just doing, maybe you're gifted with knitting, maybe you're gifted with being incredible with horses, maybe you're gifted with this out of the other. Use that gift in some way to give back in your community, and I guarantee you that it will just make you feel amazing to be able to do that. And when it comes down to comparison, as far as how one or another person does that act of giving, gives what they have to society, what they are entrusted with as far as their gifts, at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. It's important that you give that gift, that you don't hoard that gift that you have to the world and make that the important work of your life. When you take time to discover what your calling is in your life and find a way to give from there, it will be the most fulfilling and important work that you do in your life. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. 
I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.